Ashley Legasic has a uh, special deep dive on AI today, and I want to introduce you to the first part of her in-depth. And it's all about, I mean, first of all, defining what AI is, but what level of threat, if any, it poses to employment, to uh, the fact that people may and will and are using it for fraud to the point where you get to a political candidate who had a pamphlet during the mayoral race with uh, an individual with three arms on it. Uh, it's a crazy, unpredictable situation. And even though there have been calls in the tech sector to put a pause on AI, it doesn't seem to be happening. Here's Ashley. When artificial intelligence went mainstream, it made headlines. Artificial intelligence and so-called chatbots. Artificial intelligence. The AI chatbot some have called magical and a Google killer. Before we can dive into the pretty and the ugly of artificial intelligence, we have to know what it actually is. Yeah, artificial intelligence, it's a very big field. Uh, and the actual true definition of AI is just the field of computer science that works towards imitating human intelligence in machines. That's Sinead Bovell. She's a futurist. She's basically tasked with analyzing data to build forecasts about where the future might be headed. A big part of her job is figuring out which new technologies are emerging. She does that by analyzing patents. So really trying to, to separate the hype from some bigger trends in data. Uh, and then, of course, history. How has society responded in the past to different emerging technologies? And can that give us any indication as to what future innovations um, may end up like in, in our world? AI doesn't just consist of chatbots and image generators. It has a really wide scope. Think about predictive text when you're sending a message to a friend or using Siri and Alexa. This technology has been implemented and will be implemented in all areas of life in so many things. Ori Fryman is a postdoctoral fellow at McMaster University's Digital Society Lab. He wrote a paper around the theory of knowledge when it comes to conversational AIs. Do we categorize them as instruments or as humans because of how naturally they can communicate? And what I do is I offered some kind of new conceptualization, a new framework that takes the both of both worlds. We're speaking, we're speaking with natural language and with machines. So the benefit that now opens up to scholars also in other, other fields is that we can actually go into the real deal, to ethical analysis, to social implications, without undermining human responsibility and having the the right tools to go into what is being said. While chatbots might be able to converse like a human, it's not because they have some deep emotional understanding of us, it's because they know how to manipulate us. AI on its own figured out that when humans are enraged, we engage more. And so systems on their own, there wasn't necessarily a human saying, now let's continue to manipulate um, people and get them really upset so they stay online. AI kind of found that vulnerability and then that became the business model. One of the most concerning aspects of AI for experts like Bovell is just how rapidly this technology is expanding. Right now it's not regulated and we're already starting to see just how devastating the impacts of this can be when it gets into the wrong hands. No, it's because I want you to know they're not real. Please stop. That and more in part two. Ashley Legasic, CTV News.